When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When I was graduating, I was just going to, I was signing up for colleges and just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And then my dad, he was watching wrestling and he was like, why don't you, um, he was like, why don't you start training to be a diva? But he said it like jokingly. And I was like, you know, why not? It's time for Wrestling for the Culture, where we take a look inside to see what the wrestlers of color have been doing this week. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up on this edition of Wrestling for the Culture, I speak to Kaya Dream. She's a student at the Team Vision Dojo. She's actually won a championship as well, the Rookie Championship. But we talk about her career, um, how she got started in the wrestling, why she decided to wrestle, and we also discuss her goals. So sit back and enjoy this interview with Kaya Dream. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, I have the one and only Miss Kaya Dream on the line. Miss Kaya, how you feeling today? I'm feeling good. Tired, but good. Busy. Okay, so, um, you know, just I appreciate you coming on this edition of Wrestler for the Culture. Um, taking the time out, you know, just talk about your career a little bit, your goal, where you've been, where you're going, and, you know, some of the highlights. So, uh, first, let's start off. How long you been wrestling? I've been training for about a year now, and I debuted in I when did I debut? I debuted in June, and I started with a battle royal. So, actually doing shows. Mm-hmm. What was the last um, part? Sound like you started fading out. No, I was trying to say, um, I was trying to figure out how long I've been doing shows, but about six months now, but training a little bit over a year. Okay. And what's that process been like? I guess, let me ask you first, when did you decide that this was what you wanted to do? I decided I wanted to do this at an early age. Um, When I used to go to the shows, I was about eight years old and um, I kind of started you know, just getting out of it around high school, I guess, because, I don't know, high school, you just start changing. But um, when I was graduating, I was just going to, I was signing up for colleges and just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And then my dad, he was watching wrestling and he was like, why don't you, um, he was like, why don't you start training to be a diva? But he said it like jokingly. And I was like, you know, why not? Because I can do it. <laughs> and I have been athletic. So that's when I decided I was going to actually put the action toward doing it. But I knew I wouldn't do this since a very young age. It just came back to me. <laughs> okay. So who was your favorites growing up? Growing up, um, I started watching around 28, 2010. So around that time period, my okay. favorite was like Mickey James. John Cena for sure was Bay. Like that was my favorite. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Mickey was, like, definitely my favorite female. I really enjoyed watching her. And the Bella Twins as well. Like, I remember seeing them at a few shows. So those are kind of my favorite people. Okay, so then you um, so you started watching. You see the Bella Twins. You started seeing uh, John Cena and Mickey James. Um, you said that you kind of got out of it in high school, and <clears throat> you watched your dad. So was your dad a fan? Um, growing up, well, while you were growing yeah. up, uh, yeah, he actually was. He watched it since before I was born. Um, his dad, I don't know how deep he got into wrestling because I never met my granddad. Mm-hmm. Um, but his dad was actually into wrestling as well. So, and my middle name is Madeja, which is named after Scott Steiner's um <laughs> manager. So it was kind of destined to be. Oh, wow. So <laughs> it's just interesting because usually parents try to persuade their children the opposite way. And I meet a lot of people and they say, when I told my parents, they didn't really support it. But it sounded like your dad kind of inadvertently pushed you to the business. He did. Um, And I will say that my mom, actually, she's very supportive. My parents are very supportive of what I do and I mean, basically, because my dad, I'm sure he had the dream himself, but he says because he was so short, there was just no chance, like, back in those days for short guys, which is, I mean, pretty true. But, yeah, my parents are very supportive. Um, my mom actually moved out here to Florida with me, so got a lot of support. Okay. What part of Florida are you um, training in? Um, I'm trying that Team Vision Dojo, which is uh, near Winter Park area, but basically Orlando. Okay, so now mm-hmm. you um, you training and what? I guess I should say what made you choose that one? Because obviously you did your research. What led you to Team Vision Dojo? Well, when I was in Georgia, I was training, and um, it was it was pretty good training. I just. I had been wanting to move and, and be more, I felt like there would be more opportunity if I was to go. Cause my dream was always WWE. Now that I'm actually in the business, I see that there's a lot more promotions and I understand a little more that it's more than WWE, but I knew that the performance center was here in Orlando. And when I looked up online, the different schools, um, team vision, they had a lot of good reviews. I had contacted uh, the owner on Instagram and we had talked a little while but way before I moved and then they had their first women's class at Team Vision I think around last February and that's when I I came to visit and I tried it out for the first time and I just really enjoyed the training it was just really um really professional and I don't know. I just felt I've seen all the opportunities that were coming through, and now that I've moved, the opportunities are just endless. Like it's very. That was a very good move. Very yeah, good definitely. Move. It definitely seems like Florida is a hotbed for wrestling. Not even if you just want to be a worker in the business, but also if you want to do like backstage uh, work as well. Oh now, yeah, for sure. Now, did you go to college? No, I actually graduated 2018, so I I, I still do want to go to college, but I know a lot of people who go and they don't even know what they really want to do, and they end up not doing well, and there's thousands of dollars in debt. 
and I didn't want that to be me. And now that I know that I, what I want to do, I feel like I should focus 100% more on wrestling right now because I can always go to college. I mean, I could be 50 and go to college, but I can't start wrestling at 30, 40. Or, I mean, you can, but I'd rather go ahead and do what I can now at this age so that by the time I am, that age is like, oh, I'll just be, like, really good, I'm hoping. <laughs> no, that's true. Um, you know, it's, it, it's it's you already know exactly what you want to do, so it's really good that you, you know, you're locked in and focused. Um, talk about some of the uh, your mentors and what they mean to you in the business. Um, let's see, as in, like, my trainers and stuff? Yes. Okay. Um, they mean a lot. They definitely help me. Some of the first trainers I had back in Georgia, uh, Tracy and Micah Taylor, they were very, um, you know, Tracy, she was very good about t- teaching us like what she had been through as far as some women and um, a lot of fun training with them. Definitely learned a lot from them as well as Luke Gallows uh, when I was in Georgia. And then when I got here, learned a lot from Chase and Rance, um, Aaron Epic, um, I'm trying to see, Josh Woods, Ivelisse, uh, I used to train more with Ivelisse, but it just, they, they all mean so much in helping me get to where I am, because it's different, it's good to learn from different people, so that way, you know, you see different styles and different points and intakes that you can learn from. So I'm very grateful to be training um, under the people I am training under currently, which, like I said, Team Vision, Chase, and Epic, Josh Woods, they're very, um, very, like, good, attentive, and have they all have different styles, so it's always good to just learn from that. Yeah, now, is there a uh, particular, like, when you look at some promotions and you think about where you want to go, especially being early in your career, but you already know where you would like to go. There's some promotions that jump out in mind before you reach the goal of say a WWE or AEW or new Japan or ring of honor. Um, see, I'm learning a lot about them. Um, like shine wrestling is one I've been kind of getting into and seeing that's one I would like to work for. Um, what is it? A A C W I think is one that uh, looks pretty cool as far as mm-hmm. the independence. I'm more so really just learning about what promotions that are good to work for and things like that. Um, wow, which is in LA. I think that was a pretty good promotion as well. So things like that, like I wouldn't mind working for, I'd enjoy doing things like that, but I'm pretty much just getting into all of the, promotions outside of the dojo and things like that so i'm still learning but those are a few that i would like to um get into and like the lucha uh lucha underground that's actually one because now i'm really trying to learn the lucha style and more of the high flyer type things so that that would actually be one i would like to work with as well okay so now that you um what would you say have been some of your uh biggest challenges with training uh like whether it's you know filling up the bump card or timing or 
promos, what would you say have been some of your biggest challenges, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, yeah, all of it. Um, honestly, yeah, timing, the um, promos are not normally – I mean, I thought it would be easier for me, but it's not because to me it's just like I'm finding the right things to say but also being myself at the same time. So I recently started doing an acting class, which I'm hoping will help um, with – my character and really bringing myself out and just putting my myself into it. I would say that's one of my biggest challenges right now, but at first it was everything, timing, um, knowing the mood, um, the entertainment part, getting the crowd to, you know, well, the crowd normally does react, but, you know, just making sure everything, the memorization, I mean, it's it's really not supposed to be so much memorization, the better you are, but at first, to me, it was like, people were just calling a lot of things, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, how am I going to remember this? But now, with a little bit, the experience that I have gotten, it's just a lot easier, and I know what I do, and I know my certain moves, so I don't have to remember everything everyone calls versus just like us going out there and just having a good time and letting it flow. I'm working on that still, but it's definitely become a lot easier. I was just telling somebody that today, like training's actually getting a lot easier. I don't feel so, you know, just like confused and lost. Because it's hard. I used to do um, jujitsu and I did kickboxing and it's more like a reaction type um, environment versus with wrestling, it's a lot of entertainment, a lot of letting, you know, making sure you're facing the camera, the hard cam, making sure things are just a certain way. So that was very yeah. hard for me. Well, I definitely would, uh, you know, definitely encourage you to, you know, acting class. I took one in college and I was a broadcast um, broadcast journalism and TV production major, but even in uh, broadcast, you still got to, <laughs> I ain't going to say act, because that's probably not the right word, but you're still performing. So an acting mm-hmm. class would definitely help you. Um, what would you say um, when you, what would you say now that you feel good about that you have the hang up? Like when you said training is getting easier, what would you say if you had to choose one element of it that you feel like, not to say you got this because not to sound like cocky or anything, but in order just to say like, yeah, I feel good about it. Um. Well, let's see. What's one thing? My confidence is something I'm starting to feel better about and just you know, instead of stressing so much about matches, I guess, or just being in training, like, I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, do the best I can and, you know, put the work in for it. Because I'm honestly never satisfied. Like, I feel like that's how I keep pushing. That's how I'm going to get better. I do. I am really hard on myself, but in a way, I'm glad I am because there shouldn't be a point, especially right now, I feel like oh yeah I'm just like great at all of this like it should it should be hard it should be challenging um so but yeah I just I just feel like in a sense like kind of like a little light bulb went off as in it's getting it's making more sense to me versus like oh my god (laughs) what do I do (laughs) 
I'm kind of just getting more comfortable being in this environment and being around, you know, not feeling so uncomfortable doing certain things. Now, who are some of your favorites to watch now, especially as you, you know, have a different eye for the business and a different understanding of the business? Who are some of your favorites to watch? Um, some of my favorites now, I do like to watch um, a lot of, like, Sasha Banks, so as far as, like, WWE goes, but just a Gail Kim, actually, I really, like, enjoy watching her stuff, um, with the TNA, or it's not called that anymore, it's called Impact, <laughs> but some of her stuff on Impact, I really enjoy watching her, um, I'm trying to think, I don't know why my mind went blank as soon as you asked that question, but that is pretty much well, like, I like watching Ricochet because I that's the kind of style that I'm aiming for. So things like that, things that I want to be like, I think, uh, are people that I want to be like. That's what I like to watch. So right now I'm kind of getting more into like the Lucha style. So um, watching Ricochet when he was like Puma on Lucha Underground and things like that. Um, now, do you watch a lot yeah, of the documentaries? Watching... I do. I I was watching a lot of them on um the network. Um, what's the documentary? I don't actually know the name of it, but there was one. It was really funny. I can't remember the name of the lady because it was like so long ago. Mm-hmm. But it was saying like how she would intentionally like hurt the wrestler. It's not funny, but it's just the way they explain it. Like she was like a big woman, and she would just like hurt the other wrestlers. <laughs> <laughs> um, because like anybody that came in, like she was taking them out. I can't recall her name right now though. But I I read Moolah? a lot of books. Hmm? Was the fabulous Mula? Yes, that's who it was. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that was. So funny to me. I don't know why it's funny. It's not, but it is. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. Yeah, well, that's definitely good that you uh, do that. You know, uh, with any business, I tell anybody, you got to learn the history, and it helps, you know. Um, wrestlers 20 years ago didn't have the same access. <laughs> you know, they had to mm-hmm. spend a lot of money. We, you know, we essentially have the network, so you can go on the WWE Network, or even YouTube and just watch pretty much any and everything. You know, social media is also mm-hmm. a powerful tool. That's how, obviously, how I was able to find you. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. It's definitely a lot to do. And that's why I like to read a lot of books as well. I mean, I do watch, um, I watch a lot of it too on YouTube more so than anything. But, um, I've read Tom Pritchard's book, like the one year curriculum, which it's like it's a more of a do do book versus when you just sit down and read it. But um that's a good one. I've been getting to I go to the library to try to see Chris Jericho's No is a four letter word is one I kinda got into. Um, but I did have to take okay. it back to the library, so I had to re uh go back and get it so I can finish reading it. Okay. So mm-hmm. now, before I let you go, I have to ask you this question. What's your dream WrestleMania match? Or I should say your dream mm-hmm. WrestleMania opponent. 
Oh, okay. I was about to say with me or someone else. Um, yeah. let's see. Let's see my dream opponent right now. I'm thinking. Honestly, me and Mickey James. I know she doesn't really wrestle much anymore, but that she was like my favorite person growing up, and she still is one of my favorites. So, if it was me and her, I would be. I would be really happy about that. <laughs> Hey man, I I feel like she's a. I don't think that a lot of, I don't think the WWE realized how much of a hero Mickey James is, because I yes. meet a lot of young women's wrestlers, and they will say the same thing that you know you know their favorite is Mickey James. Um, it's hard to find somebody who doesn't like her. You know what I mean? So I don't really think mm-hmm. they realize like you know, how, essentially how great she is. I mean, yeah, you know, granted because she was always in the shadows of Trish Stratus um, and Lita, but it's like, man, Mickey, Mickey is one of the goats. She really is. Like, I admire her so much growing up. I would love watching her matches. She's just like my favorite. Just like her energy and then like, um, she did have a different like body type as well, which I mean, I didn't really pay that much attention to back then. But from the other girls, they were like all really small um, at that time period. So mm-hmm. I just like, I don't know, she just was different. I really like her and her energy. So that would be my dream match right there. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I know you just got through training. So, like I said, I appreciate you taking the time out to uh, come on here and share your story and inspire the next generation. Because, you know, believe it or not, somebody's out there watching you and they're thinking like, man, well, she did it. I can do it. So uh, real quick, where can people find you? Uh, Instagram is what I mainly use right now. It's just Kaya Dream. It's K-I-A-H and then Dream. Um, I'm getting more into Facebook as well as Twitter. I just need to be more active with my posting, but trying to figure it all out and busy with my schedule, just trying to post and make sure I get on top of that. But Instagram is mainly what I use. So definitely oh. that one. <laughs> all right. Well, Kaya, I definitely appreciate you taking the time. Um, so we'll catch up soon. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. All right, hope you enjoyed that interview with Kaya Dream. Make sure you give her a follow on Twitter. So make sure you subscribe to the Wrestling Realm on all channels. Simply go on YouTube if you're not watching right here. Just go in there and hit the subscribe button. Turn the bell notification on. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor. And if you don't, And when you're done checking that out, I should say, check out my other podcast, Breaking Through the Glass Ceilings with Brian H., where I have tons of interviews with people who are either young in their careers or veterans in their careers. And I'm not talking about wrestling. I'm talking about journalism, music, and more. Till the next time, folks, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody.